That's quite funny. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jack Daniels podcast. Um, what name? name? Yeah, I know, right? It's a great name. Uh, my name is Daniel, and uh, this is Jack. Yo. <laughs> was I meant to say something then? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, well, hi. Hello. This is our first attempt at a podcast, so it's please don't. Um, yeah, it's probably going to be terrible, but it's a uh, working thing. It's a work in progress. We don't have a script or anything. This is just completely off the bat. Should have written a script. Stupid thoughts. We should have written a script. But, um, <laughs> It'll be funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this podcast is basically just us reviewing our favourite albums and um, just, just generally talking about them. So um, And, yes, yeah, for specific albums, we're going to have certain guests with us who just find the album good. Or, Spicy. You know, yeah, something like that. Um, today's album is going to be reviewing uh, uh, Rumours by Fleetwood Mac, which... Um, Factually, is one of the greatest albums of all time. Well, you say yeah, great. Think, that's it's one of the best selling. You could say that. That's fact. Would you, ob- yeah, obviously it's best selling. But would yeah. you argue um, one of the most iconic? I think I said. Oh yeah, album. yeah, totally. That's probably what I meant. But everyone knows, like dreams, the chain, go. Yeah. It's just part of being human. Ex- yeah, exactly, and um. <laughs> A couple of their songs have been famous on TikTok for a um, yeah, That's long quite... Time. What? Like, some dude who was on a skateboard, like, with a bottle of Coke. Yeah. Dream. Yeah, 30 million views. It's crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Some of them have been used in adverts. Some of their songs are for this album. <laughs> Don't yeah. stop. Sorry. Yeah, just that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Get on to that. Yeah. So, basically, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be ranking the songs and then just talking about them in the album and stuff like that. So, um... Yeah, I'll head over to his group for this part because I don't really know what. Um, what me? Doing. Yeah. Yeah. So to do this, what we did is we individually ranked the album, in our opinion, from worst to best, and we've averaged out. So, and we're going to go through them from worst to best. So, without further ado, number eleven, Oh Daddy. What trash song? <laughs> now it's the not. Title is weird. Like, yeah, it's. I mean, I love Christine McVie and all, but yeah. it's just. Oh, I don't know. It's quite kinky. <laughs> is one yeah. way to say it. It's quite kinky. <laughs> in the quite wrong ways. It just like kind of brings down the mood, and not in a way yeah. that gold woman does. Because I think that does it pretty well, but I don't know. It yeah. just doesn't doesn't click with me. Yeah, it's like. There's no need for it, really, is there? I mean, it's not the worst song I've ever heard, but I feel like for Fleetwood Mac... I could vibe to it, but... Oh, yeah, but I feel like for Fleetwood Mac, they could have done better. Oh, yeah. 
but yeah, by far. So um, not by I, far because I put it at number ten. <laughs> I got one oh, worse. Yeah. So I put I put um I put uh you put straight last. last on my list. Yeah. And, um, that Down. gives the that gives the song a total score of twenty one. So I mean twenty one. <laughs> Down one plus ten. Sorry. One plus ten. Yes. Um, and that so... is the score for our next. And should, should, I, should I do that that quick? Huh? Quite quick. Yeah, what's what's not nine plus ten. Whatever. Well, yeah, okay. Um, no, there's not much to talk about that too. Number number yeah. ten. Literally like I don't know. I don't wanna know. Number ten. I feel like this song um Stinks. could have yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's too happy. And like I know oh, yeah. that's like the whole the whole point of the album. Like the album it's just such such a jolly album, I feel like. There's some dark lyrics. But I just feel oh, like yeah. the whole vibe of it is quite cool and jolly. Gets gets you up Absolutely. in the morning. But I don't want to know. Yeah. It's too cheesy, in my opinion. Yeah, I do think that as well. Yeah. I put this one at number eight, apparently. Yeah, apparently. And you know I... you. <laughs> yeah. I should have put it lower, to be honest. <laughs> I'll put it straight at the bottom, number 11. Straight at the bottom. See, I had um, Songbird at the bottom for my first one. But then I listened well, don't to spoil it. Don't like, this is really it. good. Oh, my first draft. Oh, my first draft. This is this is my final draft. I only did one. I can't be off to anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite. Also, the guitars are really high. Like the acoustic oh, yeah. guitar. Like what cap? What fret was the capital on? Like flipping twelve. <laughs> I don't know. You're going like a full. Rate. What was the point? They could have just used an octave pedal. <laughs> well, that doesn't really. Sometimes that doesn't. Not all the time. No, because I've tried. I've tried using octave pedals before. It sounds like absolute crap. Well, yeah, but there's a there's a way that you can just turn off the lower octave and keep the high one up. Yeah, I'm but... sure there's a way that you could do that, but it pro- it probably won't sound the same anyway. Whatever, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we'll never know. Coming in at number um... nine, Gold Dust Woman. I thought I think Gold Dust Woman's all right, but yeah, it's not too. Yeah. That outro is proper spicy, I will admit. Uh, yeah. Where it just like yeah, up right to the end. Oh, spice. Right, yeah. <laughs> One way to put it, I mean. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I describe music. Spicy. Yeah. Spicy. I mean, yeah, because I mean, it's got like. It does it have sitars in it? It's got like that sort of Egyptian sort of vibe ish. Yeah, yeah, I completely get you there. Yeah, it might be in, probably in Phrygia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows, indeed. I gave that 10. So that's um, that's an 18 throughout. So, I mean, it's Grove, I can't hear you. Well, did you make you cry, make you break down, shatter your illusions of love? Okay, do your fancy spicy... Do my fancy spicy intro.
<clears throat> what's, what's this number eight? Oh, yeah, I've got opinions about this tune. Don't stop. Okay. All right, go on, Em. Your, your, your thing. I just did it. I just did it. Cut, yeah, in at number eight, flipping. Don't stop. I didn't. I right, didn't. I, no, you go. Sorry, I just I, I don't understand why people don't really like that song because I think it's really catchy and the piano <laughs> riff is quite cool. I didn't know that um, McVie wrote it until today. I thought it was Buckingham, honestly. Really? Yeah, because wow. <laughs> he sings uh, lead on it. Well, yeah. I honestly. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, I remember the moment I first listened to Brewers. Don't mm. Stop came on, and I was like, oh my days, I've seen this in like t- 10 million adverts. I was like that. When when a tune's so out, overplayed, like that, like you just can't get to grips with it sometimes. Mm. I feel like it's yeah. thrown on me, but m- my days, I just can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a kind of magic by Queen. Like you always hear that tune everywhere. Oh yeah, but see that's a that's just a good song. Yeah, that's just that's a good song. This is decent, but whatever. I put it at nine. Yeah. I put it at nine. I put it at seven because I feel like it's one of those it's one of those songs that doesn't really get old. Yeah, I understand it's overplayed, but it's overplayed for a right reason. Yeah. That sense. That's the that's the case with his whole album, to be fair. Well yeah, yeah, timeless. Apps yeah. absolutely timeless. Hmm. Definitely. Iconic. 100%. 100%. Coming in at, coming num- in at number seven. <laughs> coming in at number seven. Um, another one at McVee's. Songbird. Which really? I, think- I thought that was Stevie's. No, it's, it's McVee. Wow. Stevie wouldn't write some in this, like, strip back. Did Don't quote me on Stevie that. Sing it? No, McVee, because she wrote it. That's oh. how it works. I thought I think songbirds are right. I put it at five. I don't know why you yeah. put it so low, you muffin. I, I put it um where did I put it? Oh yeah, I put it at nine. Yeah. Because because quite I low. like them. Yeah. I understand now, but on my first draft of it, I put it at right at the bottom at eleven. But then I listened to it properly today and I was like, you know what, this is kinda nice. I quite like it because it just like immerses you into it. It's just quite sweet. Yeah. I can often, I can almost imagine it in a musical. Yeah, which is quite I, cool. and I think that's one of the reasons why I put it quite low because, because you hate musicals. I'm not, no, it's not. That I, it's not. That I hate musicals. It's just that I find musicals kind of cheesy sometimes. Yeah, they can like, be. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I think that's probably one of the reasons why, because it's like it's sort of that sort of sub story. Yeah. Like a common thing that you hear quite a lot, like yeah. you said about "Don't Stop." It's like overplayed, but. Yeah, I yeah. just think it's quite sweet, especially ending off side one. Like if you're oh, gonna yeah. if you're gonna end off the side after, um, spo- spoiler alert, I won't name the tune. But if you if you're ending a side after that, it's just got a, it's just a nice, nice interlude, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Number six, number six, number six. First track, second hand news. Hell yeah! It's a funny tune. It's a funny tune. It I is put a funny it, tune. I put it at seven. Man, I put it at three. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's you put it quite high. Songs. Fair play. So, as soon I mean, as I heard it, I was like, "This is sick." <laughs> and it, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite songs now. If I go, if I have a go-to song, when I'm like 
needing to cheer up. It's probably secondhand news. Oh yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the moment I put it on, I'm not popping around to it. It's a oh yeah, proper But I feel like in terms of the pacing of the album, with it being first and having dreams after it, like it just sort of felt a bit trodden on, like forgotten, and it's a bit out of place. Yeah, where it is, but course with this album great album like put it at number seven yeah and it's still a decent track that's just the quality of it yeah definitely pretty much I mean, for that solo like or so low that uh, lead yeah. guitar in the outro is just spicy you just it is. ignore it <laughs> very spicy so cool it is um number five we're at number five, aren't we? Yeah, number, number five. five. Number five. Now, this... I didn't realise that this was the name of that song. I don't know what I thought it was. <laughs> what do you think it was? like? I have, I have no idea. Guitar uh, instrumental number five or something. Something like that, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried... Um, le- I've, the tune's never going back again, by the way. I've, yeah, I've tried oh, yeah. learning guitar. It's so, it's so tough. Yeah, but see, that's that, it's just... It's such a nice riff it's so simple it's yeah it's really simple and it sounds proper complicated but it's not it's quite it's quite cool yeah i i said to myself i'll start learning it but then i never ended <laughs> i never did in the end oh you but, shouldn't um, <laughs> you shouldn't it's so hard i feel like i should though no because you've got like the the bass boom, 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 and then you've got like the travis picking in triplets it's just oh it's pain oh damn. good luck good luck Thanks. Good luck to anyone going to learn that tune. I mean, I'm trying to learn Bumble Boogie by Jules Holland. If you think that if that that's a difficult piano tune, I mean, it's Jules so, Holland for Christ's I mean, sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What can you say? Absolute unit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I quite um, like Never Going Back Again. It's just simple. Yeah. It's quite. Yeah. It's not out of place in the album. It's like right after the big dreams, massive. Yeah. It's got and a yeah, nice I'd, lyric as well. I think. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Talking about dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number, number four. Number four. Oh, what a tune. Come on. I put this one at number six. Yeah, I don't get that. See, I would have, but then when I re-listened to the album earlier today, I realised and remembered how good the other songs were. So it was, re- <laughs> it was a really tough decision. I think dreams is just too iconic to ignore. Absolutely. Like, it's Stevie's signature track. Yeah. In my opinion. Maybe like Dreams and Edge of Seventeen coming close, but Dreams is just mm. Yeah. And it's just such a chilled out track. You can like Definitely. It's not it's not really rock and roll, it's not really pop, it's just sort of cool music that mm. in in a in a weird way, I kind of get a folk vibe from it just because it's that chilled out. It's <laughs> like folk music is like a chilled out genre. I, mean, yeah, I suppose weird. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I get weird, that sort of vibe. It's a weird tune. They've kind of pulled a sort of Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon kind of thing where you can't really imagine them playing their instruments. 
Yeah. I think it's just sort of music of the heavens. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> not not to get spiritual, but that's a good point. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna lie. Okay, it's time for our top three songs. Now this one was this one was tough for me and is great. Tough for we you. Put, we put these in completely different orders. And um it yeah, it was difficult for me because of how iconic these songs are, I think. But do you I reckon know. it was difficult for you? Really. No? One of them's underrated as hell, and we're about to get onto it. We are about to get onto it. Now, coming in at number three is You Make Loving Fun. Right. Now, this tune is so underrated. I could go on about it days. Agree. I really could. You put it at number five. What do you mean? When you hear, right, the, the songs that I put in that order, <laughs> then you realise that, um, you're, yeah, whatever, shush. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I yeah. love this tune. It's, it's it so good. You've got, like, the almost Stevie Wonder-esque, like, synths in the in the um, verse. Right at the beginning and, as well, don't you? Yeah, it just comes yeah. in proper funky. And then you, the yeah. chorus is... I've said it about Dreams, but Heaven on Earth, like, yeah. is, is so oh, so good. Yeah, you get instant Stevie Wonder vibes from it just because, like, at the beginning. But... Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> it's weird to mention, but... Um, when, when I heard the intro, I couldn't help but be reminded of the tone that John Entwistle uses when he does bass for Pinball Wizard live. Okay. I, I sort of right. got that sense from it. That's what I could hear, at least. Doesn't he like to put loads of distortion on it? This, this album's anything distortion. distortion. <laughs> yeah. But probably but I, the most distortion is, like, the solo on Go Your Own Way. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. That has got a lot of distortion on it. We'll get onto that. But that, that I think is why that is is a great song because it has that it's it doesn't it wouldn't be like Fleetwood Mac because you think of Fleetwood Mac as sort of like a soft rock band, not like massive, but like with that amount of distortion, how good the solo is. We're not on about go your own way, we're on about you make love and fun. I know. Don't demine the I track. Know. It's so good. If you if you if you can't recall it, go listen to it right now. It's oh it's great. I can recall it. I'm talking about No, I'm on about, I'm on about the viewers. Listeners, oh. even. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll put that at number two. It's, it's so underrated. I put it at five, which I felt, yeah. Um, I, I'm yeah, kind too of, low. I kind of, comp, com, com, whatever the word is, contemplating whether to um, change it, but obviously I can't now. No, you can't now. Yeah. Because now we're going on to our number two. Number two. I'd say it's... the big daddy of the album. Yeah, absolutely. The chain. <laughs> the chain. <laughs> Legendary. Absolutely legendary. You put it this right is... for one, Dan. What do you think about that? Well, you see, I think that in this song, there's so much going on, it's hard not to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. And, and it's a good song, I feel like, because when you think of music in our modern world today, you don't normally think about things like this. But I feel like that this would, um, this goes well in fitting into what and a lot of people know the song a lot oh, of yeah. them, like modern day teenagers know the song like because, formula one used the um yeah, bass constantly it was the, themes, it was the theme song to formula one wasn't it yeah, so that's, that's why... how i originally I, I listened to the album first and i was like hey i know this bass line <laughs> yeah and i was so like vibing along i feel like this is a i feel like it's a good reason why i put it at number one because a lot of people know that song today yeah other than just like 
can see it as old. They see it as like kind of new. Yeah. But like yeah. But you that's kind of similar with dreams because that popped off on TikTok. Yeah. That's yeah. That's um. That's another reason why I put should have put dreams a bit higher because yeah, it's, it's more it's more known to people in society as like the children of society today. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went for number four with this. And that's and not saying it's a bad track, because this is a legendary track. Absolutely. It's just I can't I can't knock it. It's a great tune. It's a great tune. Go listen to it. <laughs> this this it's just quite progressive. And I quite yeah. like I'm really into prog rock anyway, so yeah. the whole just sort of it just builds up constantly. Mm. Like it's there. Like- like it's not at the same time. Yeah, people might people people listening might just be like, I've never heard of this song before. It's, there's no way that it's a modern day song. <laughs> I promise. I can almost guarantee. If they're listening to this podcast, they must be like, <laughs> must have listened to the album. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you haven't, go and listen to it. Yeah, you must, because it's just amazing. It's timeless. Absolutely. Timeless, mate. And our top pick for the album Fleetwood Mac rumors. I think they probably it's go your own way. Come on, go your own way. You could go your own way. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I put this at number two. Is going put it at number one. Is right at me, one. Tell me why this was your top pick. It's such a vibe. It you, you hear saying- like. You hear the open opening like power chord, bam, 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 and you just know, oh, it's coming on. Yeah, it's it's just so great, and the lyrics as well. If you think about it in the context of the album, about like, it's it's basically Buckingham's middle finger to Stevie. That's just in <laughs> such a in such an upbeat way. It's just oh, it's great. Yeah, and the solo tops it off. I think the solo is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah, as I, as I was saying earlier, it doesn't sound like a Fleetwood Mac song once you really get into it because it's like, it's quite heavy and there's a lot going on. Mm. And yeah, this, the solo is just amazing. That's something that you wouldn't really expect to hear by Fleetwood Mac. And what yeah, I, well, I mean, I like Lynn's such a great guitarist. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly. The other stuff in Rihanna is Give it like a score out of ten. I guess so. Like well, Fantano style. Ooh. Um Dan, you, you go first. You go first. Okay. Go so on. um so as I said a bit at the beginning, this is probably one of the most iconic albums of all time. And that's that's a reason why um it's still alone and love today. Fleetwood Mac are a band that um 
you'd be like, who on earth's that? They sound really boring. But then when you listen to them, you realize you know so many of their songs and they're great. And you get them stuck in your head a lot. It's like they wrote, they yeah. wrote that sort of music. And another reason why I think this is just such a great album is because it's funny how just Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks just wrote songs bitching about each other and then made them sing <laughs> yeah. on the album. Yeah, that's just cool. Yeah, that's, I, I just think that's brilliant. But, um, that's, why, that's why I love the album. It's just like, it's such an iconic part of history for the band. You know, you had like, what, five years of Bob Welsh fronting the band, then he left. Mm. Oh, we need a front man. So they got Buckingham Nixon. Yeah. They released the White Album and that sold absolute tanks. Mm-hmm. And then when Buckingham and Nixon broke up, of course, they're going to write songs about each other. Yeah. And it's going to be actually heat. Yeah. And they've got to sing on the songs that they know is about them. Mm. Yeah. Which is why Silver Springs was left off the album, you know? Yeah. And I wanted to talk it about just... Silver Springs because it's a really yeah, good song. Yeah. It's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. totally. And um, the fact that it was left off of the album because it was probably, like, too strong. Well, <laughs> I don't know. But um, I thought it was an absolute absolute banger, not going to lie. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Another reason why B-side. I like this album is the back of it because it's just... I the think back. it's really sad because... Um, <laughs> yeah, so, go on. So Lizzie Buckingham, Lizzie Buckingham basically walks into the room. All of the other bandmates see him and then... They all go over and hug him and have this massive group hug. And then Mick Fleetwood, who's the drummer, is just stuck. He's, he's just left on his own. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor little son. It's probably because of Lindsay's white afro. I mean, Jesus, that is some hair. <laughs> I, I aspire to hair one that, like hair like that one day. <laughs> you yeah. wait. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, wow, it's it's huge. Huge album. What would you rate out of ten? Mm, uh, Go on. Actually, I have an idea. Um, why don't why don't we rate it out of six? One why six? out of six? Because if we're going to do this by seasons, there's six albums in one season. I'm going to give this album an eight out of ten because it's, it's a great album. You can pop it on and you'll just be vibing along to the majority of the tracks. I'm not going to say all the majority of them. Yeah. It's just... Oh, it's great. Go and listen to it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't think it was breaking any boundaries at the time. It's all standard seventies pop, but mm. that, that's not to say it's amazing. <laughs> if I'm honest, yeah, it's I, such a great album. Pick I it up. I'm going to go with an eight as well because, yeah, at the same time, it being iconic, it has a kind of a sad but funny backstory to it. And, I like that backstory. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, what's not to like about it? There's such, yeah. like you said, such recognisable tracks and yeah. people know the songs today. And it's like, oh, yeah. it's like, I can't believe that they wrote this. This is really good. I didn't think the old <laughs> music was this good or something. And, um, Deserves to be a bestseller, I'll tell you. Oh yeah, 100%. Totally. And it comes How with many a really weeks? cool poster. I think it's been four weeks at the top of Billboard. Oh yeah, it's been forever. Like, yeah. Yeah. It re-entered recently because, of course, yeah, it's popping off. <laughs> and um, what's really cool if you buy the vinyl record of um, the album, then you get this really cool poster with it, and on the back is uh, lyrics in. So, yeah. so it's like a fold-out flipping. Yeah. I quite like that. I own an original copy of this, and Dan doesn't, and he's proper salty. 
I'm not sorry. I've got the album. That's all I care about. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got an original pressing, though. That's like bank. Yeah. I mean, you could get a lot for that. No, yeah, I don't think you can. Like 20 quid tops. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's not like yesterday and today or something. Yeah, that's true. I'm like Dark Side of the Moon. Mm. So yeah, if you're if you're listening to this and you think it sounds good, rummage through your parents or your grandparents' record collection. They might have a copy of it. Oh, they'll have just, it. Yeah, just yeah. pop it on. It's it's so iconic and it's definitely like it's said. It's it, it's worth getting in the top in the billboards. And um, yeah, yeah, it's just it's something to chill out to. Like I put this on almost like three or four times a month, and like just to chill out to because there's nothing not to like about it yeah totally yeah i agree with that there you go and so, i'd yeah. say that concludes the episode that concludes our first episode of jack daniels um if you enjoyed stick around for the next episode um i believe next episode we're doing um brothers in arms by dire straits oh yeah yeah so so far away from hell yeah so stay tuned for that and um yeah Thank, thank you very much for listening, and we'll we'll, we'll see you soon, I guess. Peace. Um, peace. Um, enjoy your evenings. I don't know. <laughs> when, whenever you're listening. Yeah, I don't. I don't do this a lot. It's it's difficult and awkward. <laughs>